Hello, and welcome to Paradox Untold Stories from Athletic Directors. I am Dr. Danielle Point, and my co-host is Dr. Dustin Smith. And today we have Rob Seymour with us. How are you today, Rob? I'm doing well. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. It's a, it's a privilege to be with you guys. Uh, so excited to hear your story and um, what you have to say. But first, I want to thank Ticket Spigot for being our sponsor for this and every podcast. So thank you to Ticket Spigot and Dustin. My Daisy, how are you doing over there today? I'm doing wonderful. I just wanted to uh, go back to what Rob said. He, it's a privilege to be on this. Um, I don't know that we've had somebody say that yet, but uh, I want to just highlight that. Maybe we can make a promo about that, about what a privilege this is. Uh, and I'm excited to have Rob on here. Rob, um, we, we found some suspects in the NIAAAU cohort, um, and Rob is in that cohort this year. Um, but I've really been fascinated by just um, Rob's leadership journey, but not just from the AD chair. Rob's also an avid runner, um, and I'm kind of jealous of what he does. And um, I'm living vicariously through Rob and his running. Um, but uh, Rob is is in Indiana, and we'll talk about where exactly that is. But man, I'm excited to have Rob on here with us. He's he's much more sophisticated than us and dressed much more appropriately probably than, than we are. But um, man, Rob, I'm excited to have you. I appreciate you jumping on here with us. Thanks, Dustin. I, I greatly appreciate it. That's for sure. Uh, Rob is in Indiana and we'll talk about where in just a little bit. But the first question I always like to ask Rob is tell us what the resume is not going to tell us. We can go through accolades. We can go through you being, I think you called the second president or second vice president. We talked about that off air of the double I, triple A. But but what makes Rob Rob outside of this athletic administration world? Yeah, so um, again, I, I do serve our profession as the, the vice president for double I, triple A. Um, I'm in my 29th year of education and I have the privilege, we're in a school that um, has opened up in 2006. We split away from a different school and reestablished because it actually closed the doors in 1968. And I have the privilege of actually being an administrator in a school that my great or that my grandfather taught at at one time. So there's tons of history. This is my community, um, you know, and that that really allows me to do what I love, serving the community that I have such a you know depth of family history in. Um, I am a runner, as you as you had mentioned. That's an important part to me. It kind of keeps me sane. It's actually where I process a lot of uh, a lot of information, you know, on, on, on this job, and, and a lot of ideas come from times when I'm out running, uh, times I run with other people, and that's a time to deep, you know, to kind of let up the to vent a little bit as well, uh, which we need to be able to do. So, and then um, my family, uh, we do a lot of traveling, so we're trying to reach all 50 states. And we are currently sitting at 38. So, and is Arkansas one of those states? Arkansas has been. Yeah, we we, we did uh, we did a four state uh, tour with Arkansas, Missouri, um, to trying to think of the other two, Oklahoma maybe, and Kansas maybe on yep. that trip. They're all right there together. Yeah, yeah. We were in the northern part. We didn't make it down to Hot Springs, which was which was very that was very cool. Small small national park, but uh, right. yeah, great. <laughs> Yeah. Is Florida uh, on that list? Yeah, we actually have a timeshare, and that's what kind of sparked this, right? And, and our home base is in Orlando. That's our, our timeshare's home base. 
So we're, we're only missing. We're knocking out three more uh, at fall break. We're going to knock out Maryland, Delaware, and New Jersey. And then everything else is uh, north, you know, northwest. So let me, let me ask this question. We talked about you from being, being from Indiana. Paint on a map where you're at. Where exactly, I mean, your family is obviously a rich tradition there, but paint for those people who may be geographically challenged where, yep. you're, actually, where you're actually located in, in Indiana. So we are, uh, Indianapolis is the cent uh, central Indiana, and we are the northeast side. So if you uh, ever make it to Indianapolis, 465 is our beltway that goes around, and we are just about five miles um, north of that. So we are probably uh, maybe a 40-minute drive northeast of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Have you ever played the golf course oh, no. at the Speedway? <laughs> I, I have. I have, yes. I, I'm not sure to the level of McGurk or, or Jack Flat, but, uh, but yes, I have played that, and I definitely, that brought back some memories uh, as I was listening to that podcast. So it's not, not a fictional place. This is a legit, real golf course. It's, it's legitimate, yeah. Okay. Now, I will say that the Speedway is known for a lot of other things besides you right. know, what happens on race day, but uh, yeah. So mm. let me ask you, what got you into running? I mean, I know that's a big deal for you, but have you always been a runner? Is it something that happened later in life? Is it just something that has hit you and you decided, you know, this is my therapy. I'm going to go run. What, what got you into that? Yeah. So I used to coach wrestling, right? When I was in college, I was coaching wrestling and I was in really good shape from wrestling with the kids. I mean, that's one sport, right? That the coaches still are active in many times. Um, and so I decided to run a half marathon. And at that time I was pretty youthful. Um, so I, I had the ability to do that. Finished a half marathon. I remember sitting down and they put a Hawaiian lay around your neck. And it was like, go run a marathon in Hawaii for team, you know, team and training, Leukemia Society. And I remember thinking to myself, there's no way, no way am I going to turn around, get up and go run this whole thing again. And that was in May. That was the actual, the mini marathon that goes along with our 500 festival. Um, and by that December, I'd ran two marathons, um, one of them in Hawaii. And that kind of just got me hooked. It was, I mean, the, just the atmosphere of, of the race, uh, of the, the participation in a marathon. Uh, I spent some time coaching uh, with the team and with team and training with the Leukemia Society. I was able to go to San Diego and do the inaugural rock and roll marathon there. Um, and then actually what happened was from there, I, I just I ended up hiring my own coach, ran Boston in 2000, ran a pretty good time there. Um, and then actually when I went back to coaching, I then instead of coaching wrestling, I ended up coaching cross country and track and field and when we opened up this school here, Fishers High School, uh, the first year we didn't have any seniors. Second year we won state. So, um, and ever since then I've just been just running. I mean, it's my, it's my therapy. It's it's what uh, it's more natural to be running than not running. So, so in a tie, do you run from building to building or from event to event, or is it just <laughs> when you go run in the mornings or in the evenings, whatever time you're working in? We are we're five thirty a.m. every morning. Every morning, you don't take a day off. I don't take a day off, but Monday through Friday, five thirty. Okay. And then Saturday and Sunday, I usually will get my own runs in by myself. Um, I ran Boston. I, you know, I rode, ran it in two thousand. I uh, ran it in two thousand twenty-one when it was in the fall because of COVID, and then ran it again in the spring at two thousand twenty-two. And then I'm 
trying to see if I can make it back. I, I have the time to go back in the spring uh, this coming year, but I just got to make sure it works with our family schedule. Well, hats off to you. That's that's an awesome thing. Thank you. Yeah, I used to have a life goal that I would run a marathon before I die, but I'm pretty sure I would die if I ran a marathon right now. So <laughs> I need to work some training into that. But you need I, a new life goal. <laughs> I, that was a life goal, but I, I think I need to start with at least a half marathon before I try to run 26. <laughs> I mean, it's all I relative. I would say, like nobody's business, but I haven't gone to the, haven't gone to a full half marathon or a full marathon by any means. Yeah, it, it, you know, if it's it's not bad. I mean, it takes twenty weeks to prepare for a marathon, so that's that's a long time. Um, but by the time you've gotten through it, you know, I, I I do believe. I mean, again, when I was with team and training, we took people that were not runners at all and got them ready in twenty weeks. So anybody can do it if they. If they are willing to make the commitment and the sacrifice, because there is a sacrifice to it, uh, family time, you know, sleep sometimes. So, yeah, it's weather, weather. Yeah, there's there's some nasty, you know, mid uh, January weather times. That's for sure. Have you been chased by dogs? You know what? On my course that I run around here, I've never had to worry about that. Um, there's there you know, some of the courses I ran when I was younger. Then yeah, there was some dogs that uh, would you know, I would carry some pepper spray every once in a while. Oh, yeah, no, just to be able to get by. So, that old that adds a whole new level of obstacle when you're training for a marathon if you got a dodge dog or outrun dog. Yes, yes, I would agree on that one. <laughs> so let's um, and and I also noticed. You, you got your CMAA. Did you do that in 2020 during the COVID year? Um, I did that. Let's see. So we went to, when we were in um, in, Har in the Harbor uh, for the National Conference, I was what, right. 2019? December 19, yep. Yep. So when I went there, when we went there, I took, a, I, was, I was getting pretty close. Uh, I took a few classes there. And when I came back, I took a bunch of classes online and tried to break, you know, try to get pushed through then. So once right. I... Yeah, because I got my CAA in 2018. So once I got that done, it was just, you know, it was just like on fire, right? I just wanted to keep push, keep pushing and get it done. So, well, it speaks to your commitment to professional development because you're in the, the the cohort this year, the NIAAAU cohort, which is, uh, I think, a phenomenal thing. I've talked about it on several podcasts. I think it's a great learning environment. I think it's a great way to improve yourself as an administrator but you may build a network of people from around the country that you can pick their brains and see what they're doing and try to implement some of what they're doing at your place and seeing if it fits but I, I see professional development is pretty important to you it is um when i again going to national you know the national conference um covid was was unfortunate for especially for our athletes that missed out that spring but it was tremendous for my you know, for the ability to network across our profession. I made so many good friends, um, you know, with the beyond the bench guys in Iowa. You know, I, I've got them on speed dial and and call them frequently. Um, you know, I got the opportunity to be on Jake Monshear's, uh podcast and 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 had a little segment in his book. Um, and you know, and again, being more I. I I, now I'm also on the sports facility committee for the NIAAA. Um, so 
it was phenomenal. I love, I love professional development. I love taking classes. Um, obviously though, when you, you know, like we, we try to explain this to some people as you take on leadership classes within your conference, sometimes you have to put your professional development on the back burner and find different ways to do that. Um, and so that's something that I'm going to, you know, try to figure out and try to manage. I am still taking, I'm going to take the, the uh, 799, I think it is the QPA class coming up. Um, I think I signed up for that at, at the national and uh, present with Tony Miller um, at the national. So looking forward to it. Did you know Tony prior to the cohort or did you? I did not. No, I did okay. not. Nope. We got yeah. Mike Blackburn. Actually, actually, Mike Blackburn asked me what, what I would like to, you know, uh, present on. And he said, I'd be presenting with someone. He didn't tell me who they were. Right. Um, so the one I picked, and he's like, okay, you'll be a Tony Miller. I'm like, perfect. I already know him from the cohort. So. Yeah, I got I got that same email from Dr. Blackburn and a phone call and said, uh, I'll let you know who your presenter is going to be. <laughs> and so I think they had to coax somebody into it to make them do that. But Probably. Um, <laughs> we're teaching. No, we're teaching. We're presenting. <laughs> so short, there's a short spell somewhere, Danielle. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I, I didn't say that. I just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's it's really phenomenal just our profession and just what our association does and how it connects people and i think it's real fun to have people like dr blackburn reach out to you and although he's riding off into the sunset come january he's still really invested in our profession and, and his job making connections with people and it's i mean even presenting at that conference it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's stressful, and you want to make sure you do a great job. But it's a lot of fun, and you get to make connections with people from from all over, which is important. So, I highly recommend that. Obviously, Rob is a big proponent of that as well. So, um, and I know Danielle is as well. So, that's just a shameless plug. We'll get that out there if you can be part of. Um, <laughs> do you know what day you're you're teaching or presenting? Uh, I believe Monday morning. So I had to check it against what classes I'd signed up for. So right. it was, yeah, it was Monday morning. Yeah, I got Monday afternoon. So I can go to yours. There you go. So, oh, that's cute. You're, you're super cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll just At go in there. I'm going to ask questions. At least we'll have one person in the stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the real part of it. You're trying to worry about, am I going to have somebody here or am I just going to still? But that's exciting. I and we had Tony on here. He's been a guest for us. Um, and uh, that'll be exciting to be able to be part of. So enough about professional development. Um, in this format, let's talk about it from a different format. And that's part of the part of this show where we like to just talk about stories that have happened and just have a good time. And I'm told you have a great story. And I, I don't have any behind the scenes look at it. Uh, you're going to get my real reaction. So I'm excited to hear what story you have for us. All right. So I think the the theme to this would be uh, the duck on the water, the typical duck on the water, right? Like, you you know, you want everything to look really calm on the, uh, on the surface. <laughs> Underneath, it's total chaos. Um, so this probably started off, this was, um, this would have been the January of 21. I actually... Uh, this was a, an advantage and disadvantage of working in a school. Um, I was running and actually uh, stepped on the edge of the curb and broke my ankle in January of 21. So I'm so I'm in a boot leading into this story. Um, <laughs> You're starting this story with the duck 
and the boot, and I am so excited for yep. it. I'm yep. sorry. That's, that's right where it's at. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so Friday night game, right? We have uh, getting everybody ready for basketball, uh, good crowd, and our coach comes out and says, hey, the, the toilet just won't quit running. It's just constantly flushing. And a few years prior, we had a situation where it kept running, but then it was also stopped up and it overflowed. And we had a complete disaster in two locker rooms, had to empty out the athletes and the, um, and the officials. So I did not want a repeat of that. Okay. So I'm like, my goal is to get this toilet to stop and uh, <laughs> stop running. And I, I mean, I, I'm pretty handy. So I, I had some tools I went and grabbed and um, the shutoff valve on the back of the toilet, you know, there's a nut back there that you loosen that nut and you can then get in there and turn it with a screwdriver and, and shut the water off. It's pretty simple plumbing. Um, so I start to loosen that nut and I, I can just hear water running behind there. And I'm like, okay, that just doesn't sound right. Um, and again, <laughs> team meetings are going on, you know, pre pre-game, all kinds of stuff. And I'm in there in the, in the, in the, you know, in the stall. So our custodian, our lead custodian actually does the scoreboard for for us. And we had, you know, again, we're in pre, pre-game. So I said, I went out there and asked her, I said, hey, can you come look at this toilet? Because, you know, I, I know what to do here, but it just doesn't sound right. So she goes in there, I hand her the wrench. Again, remember, I'm in a boot and everything. So, so we, <laughs> she's kind of, you know, hunkered down around the toilet and she's getting ready to turn some, turn that the shutoff valve, the, the cap loose. And for whatever reason, I just thought, you know, I want to kind of see what she's doing. So I peek around the corner and right then the <laughs> shut off valve just completely cuts loose. So now we have a two and a half inch pipe, whatever size it is, pouring out water. It just completely like filled my boot full of water. My pants are just drenched. And and words came out of her mouth. Uh, and I probably did those as well. And, and so we're like, oh, no, what are we? what are we going to do here? Um, so she quickly runs out and I went to the, to the custodial closet to get a squeegee um, because, you know, from that point we had to try to try to figure out where to get the water shut off. Well, okay. cause it's still coming out, right? Like the water is just it's coming out like, like, a, like a fire, like a fire hydrant coming out. <laughs> I mean, it's not leaking. It's not a leak. It's not a dribble. And the, the core of the shutoff completely came out with the lid, without with the with the you know the valve thing. So there, I mean, it's just straight pipe shooting water out. So there's no stopping it. So my I'm just you know hoping that someone can again get the water shut off. Well, the pipe was pretty high up in the ceiling. The ladder wasn't tall enough, so that delayed mm-hmm. it even more. So I for literally for the entire JV game, I am just squeegeeing left and right, throwing down towels creating these these dams uh, to take to the water from you know, to go anywhere because it started heading out into the hallway which that's tile I didn't care it started heading into the gym so mm. then I'm back in the corner and I'm just going right left right left squeaking just to keep the water back from the gymnasium and again so so the team then goes out of the, you know they went out to the uh, coach's office so it's just me and again I'm in a boot drenched wet and for whatever reason, as time goes on, I can hear the game going on. I'm still just standing there. I'm the only one in the locker room going right, left, right, left with the squeeze. Being the goalie all by yourself. I'm, I'm the goalie <laughs> to this, yes, <laughs> giant flood of water. And 
for whatever reason, after they, they did get it shut off, it then started backfilling with hot water. And so the water's still coming out at the same rate, but now it is, um, it's like a sauna. So I'm in the, and it's starting to completely, you know, have just the, the, the whole fog of, of steam in the bathroom in there. And I, again, I still have to go right, left, right, left. And I'm sweating, I'm, my, my boots just completely soaked. And, and finally, once I, the water subsides and it stops rushing out of the toilet, um, the plumber shows up and then I was able to, I had to then go get a mop. Once I got all the water to go down the drain, get it all cleaned up. And by the halftime of the varsity game, they could come in and actually have their their mid game, you know, halftime talk. <laughs> so and I walk out of the gym and I'm expecting like, I don't know what I was expecting. I was expect, I felt like I was expecting someone to know what the heck I'd been doing. Not a single person knew what I was doing. They're like, where have you been? You've been <laughs> And you were wet and sweaty. And yes. they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, because I, I couldn't, I couldn't like call a timeout. I couldn't call anybody. I, couldn't, I mean, I was just going, you know, my lats were killing me. I mean, everything was just sore. And, and, uh, and so then I went out, I'm like, all right, well, here we go, you know. Our basketball coach would have been the only person that knew, and obviously he wasn't talking to a lot of people during the game. So, so I, I've got a couple questions I've got to ask. So many. So my first question is: When you say a boot, you don't mean a cowboy boot; you mean a walking boot. A walking boot. Yep. All the way up to the, the bottom of my knee. Yeah. Cool. So it's full fledged boot. And when your custodian left, did she ever return? No. <laughs> <laughs> which is even better because you're there just working like crazy and she's just gone she said i'm gonna go get something else she had a job she was a scorekeeper right, right. Like we, had to, we had to play the game so, <laughs> good luck so bye ready to come say hey i need some help yeah she didn't tag someone else and be like you go i'm gonna yeah. work no there was no one else there was no one you know that you know that uh that the thing that's going around on Instagram, there's nobody coming. Right. <laughs> <Just> you. <laughs> so, my question is, there was no fanfare. So it wasn't like the end of a marathon where people are cheering and yawning as you're coming to the finish. When you come out of the door, there's absolutely nobody there that nobody, one, appreciates what you've been doing. But two, the question is, where have you been? As if you haven't been yeah. doing something. <laughs> And you look like you've been in the in the wrestling room, you know, right. the whole time. <laughs> so, you know, and, oh, and I had a shirt and tie on. No, no. Yeah. So you, oh, I can just like yeah. imagine you like limping in your squishy boot into the gym, <laughs> all wet. Oh my god, that must have been the longest game for you. Uh, it, it, uh, yeah. But the second half was really the second half that I got to watch went really quick. <laughs> <laughs> but I also. Uh, feel like it could have been significantly worse because it could have been like the other end of the pipe that broke and it could have been not clean water and then yes. yeah that would have been a much rougher can you imagine the goalkeeper skills you would have had for that <laughs> yeah yep. I know I know and, and you know I was thinking through the stories to share with you 
I've got really good stories from things outside of being an AD and, and one would be similar to that. And, you know, so we can maybe, you know, talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so did you go back into the gym and just have a seat? Did you go try to find a change of clothes or did you just, do you have an office in the gym where you could have just gone and kind of hit out? Or I, I just, I just went sit down. I just said now. Arms were sore. You need a little bit of you know, the banana to make sure you wouldn't cramp up or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, as you said. You know, there was no fanfare at the end. There was no uh, no hydration, no bananas, <laughs> no, 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 no oranges, nothing. I mean, nobody's saying, "Hey, Rob, we're we're glad that you're here." Yeah. Congratulations, you're almost done. None of that. Right. <laughs> You successfully wasted almost uh, three games. You're in there at halftime, and you get to watch the last half of the game. Yeah. I'm just so impressed with your dedication to the gym floor. I mean, obviously that needed to happen, but your dedication to the gym floor was is top notch. It was probably more of a dedication to getting the game in, right? Because right. I, I <laughs> then you have to reschedule no, it. <laughs> no idea when that water was going to stop. I mean, it's a Saturday yeah. night. I think it's a Saturday night. Like, you know, the, the plumber's not, you know, at the game, right? I mean, it was, you didn't know when, when this was going <laughs> to stop. So you could, you know, take a break. So you said you're pretty handy. Did that curtail your handiness from that event or did you continue to do some plumbing? Uh, I I don't know that I've done any plumbing here since then. <laughs> <laughs> I would say probably I would avoid that. I'd be like your custodian and just run. You've got yeah. To run, obviously, I would have ran out of there and just said, "Hey, somebody be here in a minute." Yeah, I, I think in that case, you can like take a picture of something, right, and just text it. Hey, this is broke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can I can only imagine the panic when water's still coming, and then it only not only is it hot, it switches to hot water. Yes. What Real kind of hot. what kind oh, of school so are you at where you have? hot toilet water that's what i want to know what are you doing up there <laughs> i'm sure sometimes 16 years ago there was some this you know some pipes that hooked because that um, that's a great question I don't, I don't well they they reopened it after 1968 so they may have had some time in between 68 when they opened it 2006 that well, we did build a new facility but oh <laughs> it wasn't the same pipes it might have been. It might have been. It been. <laughs> it was, I mean, I'm just thinking, pretty brutal. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm trying to just picture, you know, I'd be in there. I'd, I'd probably been sweating just trying to get it to stop. And then it transitions to hot. And so then your your sweat level is amped up, obviously, because it's just become a sauna. Uh, this is so you're in there just squeegeeing away to hot. I mean, CPR, they tell you to do the... Staying, staying alive beat to just kind of make sure you're doing that where you right left right left did you have a pattern that you're doing trying to stay uh, yeah with the... yeah i could have been surprised <laughs> that's for sure with the... this this just makes me think of like this is the perfect time when like steve throne should have been like code red you should be on the radio like code red in the bathroom sos come now like, like this is the perfect code red situation like a real yeah. one yeah well my only help was Currently keeping the scoreboard. Right. So. <laughs> I admire her, her dedication to the job. I mean, she was like, uh, hey, I got to go keep the scoreboard. Forget that you're being flooded back here. 
I've got a job to do. The game's happening. I've got to make sure that I do my job. (laughs) You know, you have to look at things with a positive twist, though, right? Like, I mean, I'm glad I have keys to everything, and I knew where a squeegee was. That's number one. And then, I, you know, the second thing is I'm glad there was no special events at the game that night. It was just a run-of-the-mill, let's play a game, uh, which you don't get all the time, right? But uh, it was a little more exciting, again, under the water. (laughs) You thought it was going to be a nice little night. It wasn't. (laughs) I'm glad you didn't have a halftime presentation that you had to be at or try to present something to a kid or a parent or something, and here you are just covered in I think we need to get this out there because I think you told Danielle that this was clean water, right? This mm-hmm. was not this sewage was, of any kind. This was just yeah. clean water. Just, just clean water, yes. I, yeah. I feel like um, the worst part might have been like when you were like going home. Okay, you get home and you have this poot that you're not supposed to take off because you're broken underneath there. But yeah. it's like squishing around as you're walking around. So that had to be awful. To, after the fact like this didn't just go away and be done for you you still had to deal with this like squishy boot <laughs> like yeah, yeah yeah it was like you know like when you get out of a, like a pool for a long time you know it's you know you're all wrinkly and everything and that, you know <laughs> oh no so i it, you know fortunately it dried out i mean it, again clean water and it turned out to be like a bath water at the end so i mean <laughs> <laughs> cleaned your boot up that's what it was it was a boot bath yeah. <laughs> Did the basketball coach or the kids appreciate what you did at any point? Did they tell you thank you for getting that stuff? Yep. They did. Well, sometimes they would look at you like with gratitude and also sorrow. Right. <laughs> I'm so sorry that this was a sorrow <laughs> moment. I mean, they they saw me starting to do that, you know, at the beginning of the game, and then they they come back in. Holy cow, he's still doing this. You know, he's still <laughs> fighting back the water. So. Yeah, it was, uh, but that got you some credibility. I mean, kids understood that you were committed to make sure that everything was taken care of. So we say, I say this all the time to people. A lot of people don't see what we do behind the scenes in order for games to happen. And you were doing something completely behind the scenes in yeah. their locker room, just trying to make sure that they could continue playing because that's what you were most concerned about. Obviously, the tile wasn't a concern. The wood floor is a big concern. Water and wood floors don't get along real well. So you want to make sure that you prevent any water from getting out there. But you did your absolute best to make sure those kids still played. Your custodian, obviously, she was she was Audi 5G. She said, I'm just going to go run, run the scoreboard, <laughs> and I'm going to let you take care of this. This is my favorite part. I'm not going to She's fine. She's 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 good. She's really good, and and she stuck to it. You know, she stuck to what she needed to do. Still your scorekeeper to this day. Does she still keep the scoreboard for you? She does. Yes, she does. That's awesome. I mean, kudos for being able to do that for all this time. Well, and I know who I'm going to call when hurricane comes, and I need sandbags and some water help. I know who I'm calling. Come on down. Not far from Orlando, your home base. <laughs> and help me out. <laughs> well, I believe he called it dams. Yeah, they he were. did. Not he didn't have sandbags at that point. I think he was just trying to find anything that would stop water. There was a hamper of dirty clothes with a bunch of towels in it. I threw everything I could down to, to try to get it to uh, you know stay in one area. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Be, 
I mean, it, again, going back to the positives, at least it was clean water. Yes. I'm very grateful for that. It could have been a whole lot worse. <laughs> Would you have done it for as long as you did it if it wasn't clean water? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yes, because again, trying to save the gym floor, right? Like, that's not losing one game, that's losing a lot. Of <laughs> so, yes, now I would not. But like, you're slow to answer that, though. You're like, hmm. I would not have yeah. gone back out to watch the back half of the game. <laughs> I would have just gone gone home at that point. Have you successfully not broken an ankle since then? Yeah, no, I you know, I broke that ankle in January and I've ran two marathons since then. So uh um yeah, it's it's good. I'm good. <laughs> I just trained. I'm it. Good. All's okay. Everything's fine. Yeah. Now, the thing is, is like you never know when a toilet. You never know what's going to happen in this job, right? Like, unique things present themselves, and you've got to be willing to uh, to act on the you know on the fly. So, I like the way you phrase that. They present themselves as if you have an option of, hey, this is coming. I don't really want this free this presentation at all i want to just i want to go about what i'm doing but they do present some challenges and some opportunities did this did the scorekeeper slash custodian did she ever come back and check on you um well after the game we we did some high fives and you know and we kind of you know debriefed the whole uh the, you know the, what i'd been doing for you know two-thirds of the, of the night so. <laughs> Well, you see, though, you, you, you kind of avoided a bigger mess because you already had that happen. And you knew this is what I have to do to avoid that from happening again. So you you were like just building on that professional development. You're like, that didn't work. We got to do this. The then, first one was much uh, it, it was much worse in, in the, as far as the impact on others. Right. Because kids had their bags on the floor. Officials mm-hmm. had their bags on the floor and all that water started coming up. and that. That wasn't clean water. Um, so, you know, that was a lot worse, right? Yeah, that was a much different type of clean long term. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I just I'm, want you to know that I'm going to forever have an image of you goalying this water left, right, and trying to keep it out of the gym. <laughs> yeah. I think about. I think about being in that situation and there have been some of my some coaches I know that would have probably just let it go after the officials closed and not really been concerned about that. But <laughs> trying to save their own kids stuff or the visiting teams, they may have just let it flow a little bit. But um, you know, obviously there's something greater that you had to be concerned about. The gym floor is that obviously, but uh you want to make sure that the kids had the opportunity to play and you did whatever it took. And so as we take away positives from that. The kids knew, your team knew exactly what you had been doing, maybe not to the level, but they got to go right back in and have time, have their half time speech, and all was good. They just went right back out and played again. Yeah, they just had to use a couple different doors. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think I did earn, earn some credit there on the back end for that. <laughs> <laughs> so in the same scenario, would you do the exact same thing again? I would not have turned that knob on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go for a little bit. 
we'll deal with that on Monday. <laughs> when you, yeah, when you go to take off the, you know, the beauty cap to get to the shutoff, and you hear water running, that's not a good sign. Yeah, yeah. So, that's the takeaway. Stop there, stop stop. there and uh, call a plumber. Back away slowly. Don't touch yeah. anything. Yeah. We wear a lot of hats, but being a licensed plumber is not one of them. Well, I will say this. The toilet stopped flushing because the water was no longer going in the bowl. <laughs> it going on the floor. I mean, it... So technically, you fixed the first problem. There. Yes. It no longer was flushing. Yeah. He, he was presented with a problem and he just found a, a solution for the... He, re, he redirected problem. that water in a yeah. very different location. And you realize things you've never even noticed. Like, have you, do you really know where all the floor drains are in your locker room? I, I can tell you where all the are right now. <laughs> well, and the fact that he knew where his squeaky was. I mean, one that you could go in there and you could... Mm-hmm. Readily available that you could take care of and... I mean, there's things that you're cognizant of now that you probably weren't prior to this debacle of, I mean, event. I mean, this, this situation. <laughs> Presentation. To you. Yeah. Unique opportunity. Yeah, unique. <laughs> I think that's probably a good way to put it. <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate you sharing that with us because, yeah, I can. I see all of this happening and unfolding. We've all had incidents behind the scenes where we're trying to hurry up and figure something out, and and sometimes you're alone, and you were very alone, <laughs> and you were very alone for a long time, and 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 you know with the boot. So you probably had like the worst case scenario, I guess. It was yeah. It was you know the one thing about again when you're in this profession, you and something happens, you have to prioritize in your mind, right? Like what. What has to happen first? You know, stop some water, uh, get the team, you know, get the team where they, you know, can they still come in and out? Do they have another exit? Like, so as you're, as you're right, left, right, left, you know, you're processing all these things. And that's kind of what we do in times of emergency as athletic directors. And, and obviously, you know, the more we spend in the position, then the better we are at doing that um, because you have experience. And I think this job will tell us, we always learn from experience, right? You go to that. <laughs> I think we say all the time we're on an island by ourselves on the campus, and you were literally on an island by yourself trying to mm-hmm. find out water. Um, mm-hmm. so you took that to a whole different level. But you're you're right. Our, our our job is very reactionary. We don't always have an idea of what's coming. And for you, you thought you were just going to do some plumbing work, and it turned into a plumbing nightmare. Um, yeah. But you know, that didn't prevent you from trying to solve that problem that was there. You saw a problem, you're going to try to fix it. And it turned into a greater problem, not because necessarily that you didn't have plumbing skills. It was just a, it was a problem that there was a bandaid on it and you removed the bandaid for a little bit and And here come the gully washer. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh man. Once we got to well, the end of the, once we got to the end of those threads, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try to screw it back on real quickly? Try to make oh, sure. It, actually, it shot the the shut off shot all the way behind me. It, it, I mean, it passed me like a you know like a rocket. <laughs> You're um, kind of lucky that that it passed you and didn't there hit was you. A lot of, there was a lot of water pressure coming behind there. <laughs> oh, it's man. almost the start of a marathon when those guys get out there real fast and leave some people behind, they just shoot it. That's what they kind of the, the valve did for you. 
again, someplace that I don't belong. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, thank you very much for, for being with us today. That was, that was a great story. Sorry for laughing at your expense, but I can see it all unfolding. It's kind of comical. Uh, yeah, it's, it's an honor. I, I really glad to be a part of this. I love to spend some time with you guys and getting to share. Yeah, it's a it's a fun story and it's a fun profession. So, but I know Rob, you've got you've got a million hats you're wearing. Um, I, I don't know if you're a plumber still on the side, but uh, obviously you've got that skill. Uh, or maybe maybe you're just a water. You're just a water dammer, I guess is the better way to put it. But, um, uh, man, I'm excited you jumped on here. Thanks for thanks for telling your story. Thanks for spending time with us. And thanks for counting it a privilege. I hope that still was a privilege as we near the end of this, that you still are honored to be able to be part of this because we're honored to have you on here and honored to hear your story. And again, laugh a little bit because our profession needs that. We need to be able to laugh. Um, and you provided that for a lot of people today. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Uh, definitely appreciate that. And also appreciate Ticket Spigot, the official NIAAA ticketing partner, and also our sponsor. See you next week, guys.